Motivated Mondays with Chantel. Hello, hello. It's Motivated Monday and you know what time it is. We'll just get right into the topic. Today's topic is Stay Woke. So over the past few weeks and months, I just want to tell you guys that it has been a very tough time emotionally. Um, A lot has happened in my life in the last probably year, I would say, but not necessarily negative things, just a lot of things have happened. I have managed to turn a lot of positives during this time, and I'm, I'm pretty content with that, but that doesn't mean that some things don't don't take an emotional toll on me. I'm still human, you know. So for the past week or so, I've just been uh, reflecting over what I've been feeling and allowing my feelings to really be felt. I think that's something that we run away from uh, a lot. We don't want to feel our emotions anymore. Um, But I really allow myself to get down into the nitty gritty and to the deepest depths of my emotions and allow myself to feel my way through quite a depression. And what I learned during that time was that I could either sit in that emotion and I could feel sorry for myself or I could change the outcome. And this outcome comes with a radical change. It's not just Oh, I'm, I'm going to make like a couple of changes here and things will be better. No, 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 no. I realized that my depression was completely situational and environmental and I needed a radical change. So now we are taking the steps to make that radical change and hopefully, you know, sooner than later, I can, I can come to you from a different type of perspective. But for now, just know that I'm coming out of the fog and I'm feeling much better and I'll keep you guys updated. In the meantime, I feel like one of, I, I, I think thinking about all this really kind of reminded me of when I started going through something of a spiritual awakening. And this began for me in 2017. It was like mid 2017, I want to say. And I started having this weird feeling. It came in the middle of the night, actually. And it was after this dream that I had where I was running this race and I was ahead of the pack at first. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting close to the finish line and... I can't feel my legs, you know, they're not numb. They're not, they're not heavy. I just can't seem to move them. Um, And everyone is passing by me and they're finishing the race and people are congratulating them. Their families are there. And one of the key things that I noticed about this dream was no one was there to congratulate me, one. And two, by the time I did finish, everyone was gone. And I wasn't really sure what that dream was supposed to mean. I didn't know if it meant, oh, you know, maybe this is not what you're meant for. Or if that, um, if if I just felt stagnant, like I didn't know, like I couldn't really interpret it. Um, But I knew that it had something to do with whatever I was going through during that time. Um, And that was in the height of my anxiety and 
my depression. Like I had been diagnosed around that time. Well, right before then. And so I really just thought it was like a side effect of my anxiety. Um, I thought that I was just low key going crazy. I'm not going to lie. But the more I thought about it, the more it was like a wake up call more than just being anxious. This was something trying to communicate a message to me, if you will. So the spiritual awakening, if you didn't know, is a moment in our lives when a shift occurs. It's when you start to realize the importance of not just the things going on around you or the people who are around you, but you start to realize that your life is significant and the way that you feel matters and that what you want in this lifetime is not impossible or that whatever it is that you're going through, it doesn't have to be the end all be all. The awakening comes as a way to remind you that there is something greater, I feel like, um, and that you don't have to to succumb to society's pressures, that you don't have to be um, one of, you know, millions, basically, that you can stand out in your own way and be successful by your own definition of success of success. Ironically, you know, this isn't really related, but I was watching this show called Million Dollar Listing New York because I really do like shiny things and um, I don't really want to live in New York, but I do like shiny things. So I like looking at the houses and being like, ooh, one day. (laughs) But uh, there was one guy up there who apparently had left the show and I've never really watched this show before. I just decided to watch it for the first time ever um, over the weekend. And he was saying that he had to leave and go take some time for himself because he started going through this like weird depression and, and then he was in a relationship and then they ended up breaking up and he was so heartbroken and essentially that if he did not come back, he like traveled around the world during this time. But if he didn't come back to New York, there was a good chance that he wouldn't be alive because he probably would have taken his own life. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, And you think, you know, you think that having this or doing this or doing that will make you happy or will, um, will, will, will satisfy that emotional need but apparently not you know like one of the main things that he said because he went to go see one of his friends who had uh, a baby and he was playing with the baby and you know just you know it was a cute little scene or whatever but at the end he was talking about how he wanted to have a baby one day but then he was like oh man I'm going to have to fix myself before I can have a child And it really hit him hard. Like he started crying on camera and everything. Like he really didn't realize that he was broken. And I think that he had something like a spiritual awakening, which is what led to him leaving the show. Because when he came back, he wasn't dressed up, you know, all fancy in suits. He wasn't um, clean cut. He didn't have, 
you know, his beard cut off. He he looked kind of rugged. He looked different. He was wearing street clothes, if you will, although probably very expensive street clothes. <laughs> he was still wearing, you know, like just your regular pair of jeans and a shirt. And he was going to sell these million dollar homes. And I feel like the awakening happened to him because he realized that in life, it doesn't really matter if you put on these expensive clothes and these expensive shoes and have your your suits tailored every week and do all these extra things to make yourself feel significant when you just realize that you are significant all on your own. Um, I feel like spiritual awakenings, like I said, come when you have to lean on a higher power. And, you know, just to bounce back to the the guy from Million Dollar Listening. He clearly was in a rough place in life. And whether he believed in a higher power or not, I think that even he realized that he had to lean on something that was greater than him in order to really pull himself out of this depression. Um, so he returned to the show. And I think that's something that we all do in a way. Like for me, for example, uh, what really keeps me going is knowing that I still have some sort of purpose on this planet. I haven't fulfilled it. I know I haven't fulfilled it because I still don't know what it is. (laughs) Um, The opportunities that have been granted to me uh, on my path are not at all by chance. It's not a coincidence because they all seem to fall in alignment with who I am as a person. So I don't feel like, I don't feel like I have served it completely. Like there's something else that I must do. I still feel this strong feeling of being drawn to something or some place or some, like someone or something. I don't know what it is. But I know that I haven't fulfilled the purpose yet. So until then, I'm going to keep striving. Um, when my spiritual awakening happened, it really did shake me. It rattled me uh, into paying attention. And it reminded me of people saying that God spoke to them and told them to do something. And then it freaked them out and they resisted. Okay. I can relate to that because there are a lot of times when I know for a fact I've felt this weird sensation. I've felt this type of calling on my life, but I ran away from it because I was like, oh no, like I can't do it. You know, (laughs) that's not, mm -mm, that is not the plan, but eventually you just fall in line and you do it anyway. I didn't really want to write a poetry book, but I wrote a poetry book. (laughs) I didn't really want to write um in general because I felt like you know how am I going to survive off of a writer's income but here I am still writing anyway Hmm. go figure um I didn't want to be a creative at all because creatives don't make money but they do they do make money and that's a horrible way to think about it but that's just what we've been taught for so many years to to throw away or throw out your creative side because it doesn't make money. And that's unfortunate, you know, that we teach our youth that. It's unfortunate that we we continue to 
um, discourage the creative side of our people, um, our very young people, when we know that creatives is really what makes the world go around. If there were no creatives, there would be no movies. There would be no cartoons. There would be no artwork. And, you know, art is what makes us happy in the first place. So creatives are very, very necessary. And I'm glad that those who are creative find it in them to still create regardless. You know, it's something about painting. It's something about filmmaking that just drives them. And I'm glad that they don't allow society to mold who they are as a person. Um... So Bishop T.D. Jake said that when God told him to preach, it sounded crazy. And when God has a plan for you, it will sound crazy because the only way that you can accomplish it is with him walking with you. He said this in his podcast, The Potter's Touch. And I, I love that line because it's true. Whenever you start to hear or start to feel that calling, that tug on your life, you you want to your instant thought is to resist it because you can't see how it could possibly take place. But as Dr. Martin Luther King said, you don't have to see the first you don't have to see the whole staircase in order to take the first step. You just have to take the first step. You have to be able to take a leap out on faith and understand that just because you have been called to do something doesn't necessarily mean it's all on you to figure it out. Um And that's just how I'm starting to look at life now. You know, I might feel drawn to something. So I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, do it. And I'm not going to have to try to figure it out. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm going to let it flow. And I'm going to let it fall into place as it will because I have faith that it will. Um, But I will say this. When you wake up. And realize that some decisions you make have to be for you and 100% about you and only for you. You start to feel like this weird guilty feeling. And I say this because spiritual awakenings come with a level of selfishness. You start to have to make these decisions that are actually revolved around you. You don't get to choose Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to make this decision because it will affect so and so this way or I'm going to do this because I don't want to hurt so and so. That's not what happens with the spiritual awakening, not at all. Um if anything, you start to reevaluate your life. And for me, what happened was that I started to look at things and I started to say, "Huh. This doesn't make me happy." And if it doesn't make me happy, then why am I doing it? Um, or I don't like, I don't like being here. And if I don't like being here, then why am I here? Or I desire to do this. So why am I not doing it? That is what the spiritual awakening does. And it makes you very, very, very uncomfortable. But like I said before, it's the type of comfort It's a type of discomfort that we need. Bishop T.D. Jakes said um, something about decisions that he didn't really like trivial decisions. He didn't like having to pick what's for dinner or he didn't like having to make the type of decisions that really don't require a lot of energy. And I can relate to him on that because 
at some point when you make so many decisions that aren't really about you um, and they require a lot of energy, small decisions kind of seem stupid. Like, you know, like don't ask me, what do you want to eat? As long as we eat, we good. Don't ask me little things like that because honestly, like if you know me at all, if you know anything about me, you should be able to make a a fairly simple decision about something as small as what do you want to eat? You know? Um, And I know that sounds petty. I know that it sounds, you know, like trivial, but at the same time, it's trivial to, to make me give that type of energy uh, like people get into arguments over what's for dinner. Like it's really not that deep. As long as we have food on the table, we should be thankful that we have food on the table. Um, but nonetheless, um, as, like I said, when you when you wake up and you realize that sometimes you just have to make decisions that are one hundred percent about you, you start to realize that you feel very very guilty. And there's, like I said, there's a certain level of selfishness, but also guilt that comes with the journey of a spiritual awakening. It is a type of selfish that we must be in order to really go after whatever it is that we want in this lifetime. It is a type of selfish that a small percentage of the world actually listens to because God forbid we do something that actually makes us happy. We as a society have forgotten what it means to really be happy. Better yet, scratch that. I don't even think that we forgot. I'm not even sure that a lot of us ever knew what it meant to really be happy. We've never had the the ability to really believe in ourselves. We've never had it in us to just go for whatever it is that really made us happy. So now, when we're faced with a decision to have to be uh, assertive and and make these types of life-changing decisions, whether it's uprooting or um, starting a new job or um, choosing to do something that maybe is against everything you've ever learned, when you do that, it's called the spiritual awakening. And it's uncomfortable, but it's necessary. You know, there was a documentary on the other day about Patrick Swayze. And I didn't really get to watch it, but I did catch the beginning. And it was an old clip of him talking about how limited our time here on earth really is. And that we should make the most of it. Um, Patrick Swayze... Ah, he just, I don't really know much about him, but from what I do know, he just seemed like a beautiful spirit. He seemed like the type of person to really just grab life by the horns and live it on purpose and live until he couldn't live it anymore. I think that is a reputable trait about most people who make it in life, whether it's Toni Morrison or Maya Angelou, Tyler Perry, or any great person that you can really think of, honestly. Some of those are my um, inspirations. Now, I will say I might not be a fan of all of their works, 
but I can always appreciate someone's journey. Um, I appreciate Maya Angelou's journey because of the background. I appreciate Toni Morrison's journey because she took such a such a path that a lot of people don't take. I appreciate the journey of most people, obviously, especially most people of color um, that make it because so often we preach that in the black community that a lifestyle, the life of a creative is just not, it's not possible. Um, to be an artist is just not possible. To, to be successful within within a certain realm is just not conceivable to us. So when I see people like us make it, I get excited. I know it sounds cliche, but our time here is very limited. So if we can make the absolute most of our time, then why wouldn't we? Wake up and then do me a favor and stay woke. Thanks for listening.